You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School, episode 162, Feng Shui Chi Forecast for March 2022. Welcome to episode 162 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. You can check out our website, sign up for our mailing list, and just see all of our offerings outside of the podcast. So this month we have our monthly Chi energy forecast for March, since this is happening right before the beginning of the month. So Laura and I go back and forth each month. And this month, Laura has taken the time to put together a Chi forecast based on some tarot cards. And we'll talk about how that connects to March and the energy that we're moving into, as well as how do we work with it and how can feng shui be used in conjunction to support you. So first we could talk about the key dates and the chi. So Laura, do you want to mm-hmm. start with yeah. that? So a couple dates to remember in terms of solar terms, we like to talk about the 24 solar terms in the Chinese calendar. But the first thing is there's a new moon, March 2nd, and then March 5th, the solar term is, it's called insects awaken, which is such a poetic and great way to describe that time of year. It really, these solar terms connect with what's happening in nature and really connecting again with agriculture so that farmers knew, you know, what to do when. So these, these terms are just really evocative. I just really love that. So it's insects awaken. And then on March the 18th, we have a full moon and it's the worm moon. And it's the last full moon of the winter season, which kind of ties into the insects awaken, actually the concept of the worm moon where the name is from. And then March 20th is the vernal or spring equinox. So it's a month of changes. It's a month of shifts of energetic shifts Overall, the chi of March, if we go back to that visual of the insects awaken, it really is a beautiful visual. You can you know, see the rains are increasing. The days are beginning to warm up. You're seeing more obvious. You're seeing insects and the ground is becoming softer. The farmers are beginning to prepare the soil. And that connects to with the worm moon, the idea that the ground is soft enough for the worm, you know, for insects to move through the, the soil. and it is a time to clear off the residue of winter. Birds are singing. And I like to think of the visual when I was you know, thinking about insects awaken and the worm moon, you know, visualizing those. I don't know where you guys are in the planet, on the planet, but where I am in the Northern hemisphere, especially in Canada, uh, where it's quite cold, you know, the robin, the North American robin comes and starts to pluck worms from the ground. They arrive on the scene and you know when they're here and they've got actually quite a lovely song that really things are starting to warm up and we can get outside, at least where I live. So that's the overall feeling in terms of nature, where things are shifting, maybe what you're feeling um, in the Northern Hemisphere. And what I also did was I did a tarot reading. We could talk about maybe what's going on in our own energy this month and how we're feeling. So I did a collective reading where I pulled two different cards. One really represents the overall theme of the month. 
It's a major kind of card. And then the other is the action, the impulse, things to think about. And that's a minor kind of card. So the card that I pulled for the theme was the moon, which is quintessentially yin water energy. So kind of different than what's going on out in nature, but it speaks to us being able to look at what's been hidden. So this card has a lot to do with looking below the surface, revealing what needs to be uncovered. So something is being obscured, something is hidden, and often it connects or represents a lot about us and our intuitive side. This water in tarot represents intuitive and emotional side. So this card the symbol, a lot of the symbolism in this card, the objects in this card, the little symbols in this card, go back to tapping into that deep intuitive and emotional side. So what path lies in front of you? So you might be seeing a path that lies in front of you or not seeing it because it's obscured because it is lit by the moonlight. So that path in front of you is visible, but uncertain. And it kind of feels like you're walking into the unknown. So this is about trusting yourself to choose how you want to navigate it, this path. And the moon speaks to you using that gut, that intuition. And also it's about balance. This card speaks to, you know, sort of looking at, yes, you could go really um, emotional, almost your wild side, your, your deep intuitive side, or your very strict tame side. There's the two dogs that represent that in the symbolism of this card. So another thing is don't get carried away by emotion. Take a balanced approach. So I would say what's coming up here is general uncertainty of where you're going because it's not super clear to you and something is hidden. And then when we layer on the minor arcana, the card that we got for the action, it gives us maybe a little bit more information. And it was interesting. It was the seven of pentacles, which is earth earth energy and it's material earth energy and this card speaks a lot the symbolism around this card is a lot of where do you want to put your energy okay so you have a choice about manifesting or building something tangible right now so you may be thinking a lot about okay i've been working on this thing for a really long time but i also have this thing that's small that i also think maybe i should focus on so i don't I'm not sure. I'm at a crossroads a little bit trying to decide where to put your energy. So it's about deciding where to really put your focus and your energy on. Do you continue to be conservative, stable, build on what you already have, what's working? Or do you shift your focus and try something new? And because it's an earth card, it's really about slowing down. You got to pause You've got, and also the number seven around this, you've got to pause, you've got to re-examine, and then you can decide whether you need to shift gears. So it's about something you're not certain of, but we know, you know, there's maybe a, a desire to make a shift. So overall, when you pull these together, I was sort of thinking, okay, how do we work with this energy? So this that's coming up this time of year this time of year has a lot of shifting. I mean, this is a, March is a big energy shift. I mean, we're going from yin yang, you know, from yin to yang. And in this case, you know, you understand that in tarot, actually water and earth work really well together. 
And to tap into your water chi is really about tapping into your wisdom, your intuition and seeing. And so you can see, you can actually water is about being okay with the unknown too, right? So going inward. So re-examine your emotional and intuition, you know, seeing how you approach a situation and not just really, yes, you should always be really practical. I'm a very practical person, but you know, if you're always the person that sits there and writes the pros and cons list about things, maybe step back a little bit and see if you can go inward, right? And go trust your gut a little bit. So the energy that's at play here at this time, you know, year, what my the collective reading was, is deciding whether to cultivate something new or to stay the course and continue to slowly build on what you already have. And there is this sense of newness, right? Around this time of year springtime. There is a real desire to shift, but you should take your time to decide based on both like, you know, facts, right? Facts, practical things, real tangible things. But the moon card is really saying that, you know, something else needs to be revealed. Something is under the surface and you need to examine that. Laura, I have a question. Could you describe Mm. what the cards look like? I can, well, people can see, I can show them on a podcast, which is great. Makes for great podcasting. So the moon has the moon in front of the sun, actually. So it's obscuring something. So that's where you get the sense of something isn't being, isn't clear. You can't see you clear. There's lots of water in it. There's the the path that is um, being lit by the moon. And on one side is a tame dog. And the other side is a wolf or a wild dog. And then the water in the front, there's again, lots of water in the front and there's a crawfish, lobster, whatever crab it's described as many different things coming out of the water that actually connects it to cancer, the timing, but it is the sign, the sign of, the sign of cancer. Yeah. But that crawfish actually, represents no, no, the sign, this astrological sign that crawfish actually represents your intuitive side. And it's all a, the, it's a lot about taking, it's a lot about deciding, do I feed my tame, you know, logistical side, my really reasonable, rational side, or do I let my wild, more intuitive side, you know, come into play because something is there and you're uncertain and something needs to be revealed. So how do you figure out what that is? And then the other card was the seven of pentacles, as I said, and that card has, it's a guy. You can also you know, Google these things or we'll put them, maybe we'll put them in somewhere in the visual so, so you can see them. Well, people can, also, people can also look at our YouTube channel where there's a video of us talking. So he's standing over pentacles, which represent, which are those coin type images, the symbols. One, he's standing over just one. And then next to him is a quite a large, um, looks almost like a grapevine of the other six. So he's, and he's got a, a hoe and he's deciding he's like a farmer. He's standing there sort of looking down at these things that he's growing on the, on one side of him is this very established thing that he's built right? That's growing. It grows really slow, by the way. It's very slow growing, but it's growing. And then below him is a brand new little baby, you know, something, little baby coin that he wants to, he thinks has a lot of potential to grow. So where does he, where does he go with it? Right? So that's the idea of, do you stick with what's working? 
and keep moving that forward? Or do you shift and move to something new? And the one thing about the pentacles cards that's important is that it's really slow. So you don't want to do anything drastic. You want to, and the seven is about re-examining and, and, and getting perspective too. Great. Thank you so much. And um, so we wanted to always connect this to feng shui as well, mm -hmm. because feng shui is not just about moving things around in your furniture, but it's connected to making shifts in your life. And that's why people are really drawn to feng shui practice. Like I just had a session with my friend and he was talking about how he has to move and how disruptive that is and how destabilizing that is. And, and I think all of us can agree. So, so how can we start to look with this, these energies that Laura talked about? So like the first thing I thought of Laura was um, you talked about the water energy mm -hmm. and there's an area of the feng shui bagua map, which is the energetic map that we use in feng shui to look at your home. And there's an area that's related to water, it's, but it's also related to your path in life, which you also touched upon. Mm -hmm. And it's related to your intuitive side, your wisdom, all of those things that Laura was talking about with the tarot card reading. And so one of the ways that I thought would be a way that each of the listeners can start to work with their environment is one, now it's the time since it's starting to get warmer, take some walks in nature, find a wavy path. So the water element is like a wavy shape or undulating shapes. And when you take a walk in nature, it's not a straight path, like a highway. So take your time, find some space in your month to walk in nature and choose a wavy path that is unknown to you. So you can begin to cultivate this water energy. And Laura, like I was also thinking in their homes, they could bring in a water or a wavy motif. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can bring in color too, right? They could bring in the color black, but the image shape is in black sect feng shui shape is the strongest way to bring in an element it's a very powerful way it seems really subtle and people have trouble wrapping their heads around it because you think color would but really shape has a subtle way of bringing it in so i like your idea of the wavy decorative motifs you know imagery with that and i think being able to sit with that you know, with those images and taking time to find the right ones for your space or working with what you have and then setting the intention that you're really trying to tap into something deeper, right? To reveal your path, to help you reveal your path that's been maybe a little bit less clear than it should be for you. Mm -hmm. And other ways that you can work with this wavy motif or, or the color black is to wear it or to even mm -hmm. make some art in your home, like get your notebook, get your journal out, draw, get a black pen or a black marker and start drawing some wavy lines, not a straight path and understand, start to understand and explore this water element and practice listening to that intuition. When you draw that wavy line, do you go left? Do you go right? Do you go up? Do you go down? Do you go back on yourself? And that can help to give some guidance when Laura talked about, like, do you want to keep with cultivating what you've been working so hard on that's slow growth 
Or is it time to look at the little babies, the new, the new things sprouting up and knowing that there's not necessarily a right or wrong, but that it's now a time to pay attention to that. Yep. That's what tarot is all about. Paying attention. All of these divination, divination readings are about paying attention and revealing something and just really getting you to take a look at something that maybe you hadn't thought about before, but that, and, and revealing and making you aware about it. So aware of it so that you can bring it to the surface. Yeah. yeah. And then when you talked about the moon, I think also you could go out in the evening and touch in with that moon energy, which is very yin, which is also related to the Kun or the relationship position of the Bagua map. That's the most yin Bagua area and see what that subtle moonlight lights up for you. Mm-hmm. You could even try to notice like, where does the moonlight, what does the moonlight light up in my home? Cause Laura talked about like, what can you see by the light of the moon and what can you see that maybe wasn't so obvious if you looked at it in a straightforward manner? Mm-hmm. Yep. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is very interesting reading for March, huh? Yeah. I do think there's an impulse to start something new for a lot of people and it's important to, and the energy around this month from a natural outdoor life cycle, you know, sort of cycles of nature is very much about quick growth, like doing things kind of quickly, starting something new in the Ching it's connected with Chen, which is thunder. So starting something like springtime, starting something big and, and, and bold, but this reading is telling you to slow down a little bit, right? And to, and to not be so seduced by the desire or the impulse or the, 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 the pressure to, oh my gosh, I got to start something new. Well, maybe you don't like, you know, go to your intuition, you know, think, how do you truly feel about it on an emotional level or intuitive level? And then the other card is being slow and deliberate and, and re-examining and seeing really, is this the shift I should make? So I think there's three different energies at play. We're, we're right now in a very woody time or, you know, moving into a very woody time with that movement upward growth. But this reading is really telling you to slow down and, and it's more yin, both of them. So it's really about a little bit slower. Uh, you personally, how you can kind of ride this wood wave. Yes, yes, definitely. Great teachings for this transitional time. Well, thank you, Laura. And thank you listeners so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. And if you like our podcast in this episode, you can share it with others, subscribe, leave a review. You can always support the podcast by checking out our Feng Shui certification course. And we have an occasional mini course as well at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces on an even deeper level, please visit our website, store, and blog for more information about holistic living. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.